it's clear. If you go back and look at Isaiah chapter 54, God says to the nation of Israel, I was mad with you. I left you for a season, but now I'm turning back to you. So, so the pattern that people are saying that God is abandoning Israel from these false teachers in church is not a correct pattern. But the devil is a liar. Come on here, somebody. And it's something that you as a member of the terminal generation need to understand. So after that period is over with, and that period I believe is drawn to a close because there's two prophetic words that's out there that there were going to be two major giants that died in the church in the end times. I believe one of those giants was Billy Graham because he always talked about salvation. And I believe the other giant that was out there was Reinhard Bunke. Both of these um, powerful men of God had public platforms, had things that they talked about salvation. Hello there, Radiant Fire Radio. This is your host, Christopher, and I'm excited to be with you today. I am looking at the things that God is doing with Israel, and I want to speak to the terminal generation. Terminal generation, you have to be aware that there are people out there who have false doctrines. These are teachings that are not of God, but have been sown and intermingled into the body of Christ. I had the mispleasure of encountering such a person um, who was so bound in a doctrine that is contrary to the word of God that I really thought that I'm going to have to start developing a teaching on this. Um, the gentleman was very kind in the beginning, but as soon as I told him that I believe the Bible says we should be friends of Israel, this Christian in name only person started turning on me, started saying that Zionism, Christian Zionism is a doctrine that was started in the 1800s the 1890s specifically, and because it was started in the 1890s, the American church is in error. Now, I know that there's a lot of places where the American church is in error at, so I don't, I don't disagree with, with the statement that the American church is in error because there's a lot of areas that it's an error in, but, <clears throat> excuse me, this this mindset that Israel is not going to be saved is contrary to Romans chapter 11. And in my discourse with this gentleman, in C-terminal generation, this is why you yourself have to know the word of God. And if you don't know the word of God, you're going to be tricked. You're going to be deceived. And these false antichrist spirits, these false teachers are going to pull you into a direction that you don't need to go in. You know, I had a, uh, a podcast out there talking about the Palestinians in the term Palestinian. And if you don't know, if you're unaware, it's a term that is meant to say that the Arabs have a right to the land of Israel. The Arabs secretly have a right to the land of Israel. So if you start hearing someone who proclaims Christianity and they use that term Palestine or Palestinian, that is a direct slap in the face to those who believe that Jerusalem, Israel, belongs to the nation of Israel. 
you know, in my research so far, I found that as far back as the 16th century, when the Puritans left England, they believed that the Jewish people had a right to their own lands. And I'm going to do some more research and I'm going to find out some more information, but this automatically debunks the 1890s Christian Zionist uh, hatred that is out there right now. I believe that anyone who is godly, anyone who is listening to the voice of God, the spirit of God knows that Romans chapter 11 is the key to understanding what is going on in Israel. And I'm not going to read all of it today. Um, what I do want to highlight is Romans chapter 11, verses 16 and 18. And for if the first fruit is holy, the lump is also holy. And if the root is holy, so are the branches. And if some of the branches were broken off, and you being a wild olive tree were grafted in among them, and with them became a partaker of the root and fatness of the olive tree, do not boast against the branches. But if you do boast, remember that you do not support the roots, but the root supports you. This passage in Romans chapter 11 is a direct assault on this teaching that's going on out there saying that Israel no longer has a covenant with God. I got into a very um, lengthy email conversation with this gentleman and he <clears throat> he proceeded to, sh to tell me that Israel no longer has a covenant with God and because they have a because they have a because they no longer have a covenant with God, God is through with them. It's clear in every passage, every sense of the word that God honors covenant. It's clear if you go back and look at Isaiah chapter 54, God says to the nation of Israel, I was mad with you. I left you for a season, but now I'm turning back to you. So, so the pattern that people are saying that God is abandoning Israel from these false teachers in church is not a correct pattern. And it's something that you as a member of the terminal generation need to understand. And there's, when you look at what God said to Abraham, God told Abraham that his children was going to be as numerous as the sands on the sea and the stars in the sky. And this was an everlasting covenant that was made to those who were circumcised, which means the children of Isaac, not the children of Ishmael. And contrary to what's being taught right now, and, and I'll tell you why this, this surprised me, because I'm not expecting for people in the body of Christ to be fighting over Israel, to be fighting over their support for Israel, because I believe that there's very, I believe that there's very clear evidence in Genesis chapter 12 that God blesses those who bless Israel. And there is a growing movement within the church right now who that are getting people to abandon their hope, their love, their support for Israel. I remember back um, in the 2010s, that era, when we were going through the Obama generation and the Obama administration, and Obama, President Obama did some very overt things that spoke to the nation of Israel that signaled to them that the United States was positioning itself to not support the nation of Israel. The most um, famous example is when 
Benjamin Netanyahu came for a visit to the United States and Obama refused to meet with him. He refused to discuss um, information. He refused to discuss the, the, our treaty with each other. And he left. Benjamin Netanyahu refused to eat with him because he said he had to spend time with Michelle. Now, how do you, as the president of a country who has a treaty, a long-standing treaty with a nation, abandon because you have to go have dinner with your wife, abandon Israel, abandon the leader who flew all the way over here to, to continue the covenant, to reestablish the, the treaty. You don't have time for him. What is that saying? And the second thing is the most famous thing where they released a picture of Obama with his foot on the desk in plain view. And the, the caption of the picture said, that Obama was talking to Benjamin Netanyahu. If you don't understand the Arab culture, the, <clears throat> the, the Israeli culture, you don't do that. A Muslim in that era, in that country, you don't put your foot in front of, uh, it's a sign of disrespect. It's a sign of disrespect to put your foot up on in plain view of everybody that's in that, in that world. Obama being a Muslim knew this. He knew this. So where was his people who, who should be watching and making sure that those types of pictures aren't released? I don't have a problem with Obama putting his foot up on the desk, relaxing, making sure that, you know, he's, he's comfortable if he's talking. But you never release a picture with your foot out there like that and then put a caption up under it saying he's talking to Benjamin Netanyahu. It's, it's, a, it's a sheer sign of disrespect. But terminal generation... You need to be aware that there are many people in the church who are hidden. They are embedded with this false doctrine that we are not supposed to support Israel. And they're going to start coming out of the woodworks more and more. Now, I want you to look up Genesis 12. I want you to read Romans chapter 11 and see what it says for yourself. I'm not making this up. And I want you to be aware of this because there's going to be coming a greater push to separate ourselves from Israel. I'm going to read Romans 11, 16 to 18 to you again. If the first fruit is holy, if Israel is holy, the lump is holy. We, the church, came out of Israel. Yes, they messed up. I freely admit that they messed up. But God is a God of covenant, and because he's a God of covenant, he has the right to give them a second chance, a third chance, a fourth chance. How many chances have you had? So going back to this again, if the first fruit is holy, the lump is also holy, and if the root is holy, so are the branches. We, the Gentile church, was engrafted in to the Israeli branch. We were engrafted in. God said, okay, Israel messed up. I'm going to start for a time period working with the Gentiles. And there's a whole dispensation where we, the church, the Gentile church, I should say, have been given a period of time where God is going to reap the harvest and he's going to bring people who want to know him into his kingdom from the Gentile church, which is us. So after that period is over with, and that period I believe is drawn to a close, because there's two prophetic words that's out there that there were going to be two major giants that died in the church in the end times. 
I believe one of those giants was Billy Graham because he always talked about salvation. And I believe the other giant that was out there was Reinhard Bonnke. Both of these um, powerful men of God had public platforms, had things that they talked about salvation. And that was a, those were signs that God is drawing an end to the Gentile dispensation. Doesn't mean that we're not going to be saved, but the focus is going to shift from the Gentiles, which is America, England, Europe, things like that, to Israel. God has drawn his heart back to Israel. Verse 17, and if some of the branches were broken off, and you, Gentiles, being a wild olive tree, were grafted back in among them, with them and became partaker of the roots and the fatness of the olive tree. So because we're Gentiles, God opened the door for us to get the same benefits that the Israeli children do. We get the Holy Spirit. We get to know God. We get to have a relationship with God. We're grafting in. He's not going to stop that for us, but he's not also going to not stop Israel from coming back to him. Verse 18, do not boast against the branches. How dare some of the people who are doing this apostate false teaching say, nope, nope, I'm God. I'm sitting on God's throne and I'm telling you as God's representative that Israel does not have a right to the land. I'm telling you as God's representative that Israel's covenant is old and is broken and it can never be reestablished. It's not true. Do not boast against the branches. But if you boast, remember that you don't support the root. Gentile church, God did not have to give us salvation. He did not have to open the doorway for us to do that. He could have just burnt the whole world down and started all over. But he chose not to do this. I want you to understand this in this hour. When you're looking at this conflict that's going on over in the nation of Israel, the Palestinians have no legitimate claim to the land. It's the Israelis. It's their land. God gave it to them. And there's, there's, there has been times, it's been proven, <clears throat> whenever the United States backs away from the nation of Israel and their support, natural disasters hit our country. They do. They hit our country and they, and they tear our country up because we are supposed to be supporters of Israel. I don't care if you don't like it. I don't care if it doesn't fit with your doctrine. This is the truth. This is the truth, and this is exactly what God wants us to do and to be uh, standing for. You know, a part of this teaching and this doctrine is that we, as a Christian, want to speed up the return of Jesus Christ. I do. This world sucks. This world sucks. It's full of pain. It's full of sorrow. It's full of hatred. It's full of diseases. Who wants to live through another pandemic? I want Jesus to return. But these people who have this false doctrine, they don't want Jesus to return. They think that it's against, uh, it's against Christianity for us to have this, this doctrine. But the whole point of the old covenant in Jesus coming is Jesus came to fulfill the law. And I want you to remember this at all time in closing. Matthew 5, 17 to 20, out of the New King James Version. And the other scripture I read was the New King, James, New King James Version too. Verse 17, do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. 
I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. This is Jesus speaking. For surely I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. So all of these people saying that the old covenant is gone and God's not going to do anything with Israel and Jesus was wrong. Jesus was wrong because he came to destroy the law. He never, there's, there's no scripture that you're going to see in the Bible. That's a, there's no scripture that you're going to see in a, in a right Bible that says that Jesus came to destroy the law. Because clearly verse 18 says, and this is the words of Jesus, this is the words in red, for surely I say to you till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Verse 19, whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. So you false teachers, you false prophets, you antichrist spirits who are sitting in the church telling people that they're not to support Israel. You're teaching people to not fulfill the law of God. You're going to be called the least in the kingdom. Whoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say to you that unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. I'm going to heaven. And I'm not going to be listening to you false prophets and you false teachers, but I want you members of the terminal generation to realize that this type of foolishness is going on. You be blessed, be aware, and be watching for these false prophets. This has been Christopher from Radiant Fire Radio. Go forth and be in the truth. We are committed to excellence and truth. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you. As we go forth in this endeavor in this hour, we pray that God would be with you. His prophetic mantle and his prophetic anointing would be upon your life. Please feel free to contact us at any time with questions, comments, or concerns. You can reach us at Christopher at RadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries. And you can subscribe to our YouTube page, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries, on YouTube.